Welcome to Cartoonist Kayfabe. My name is Ed Piscor. And I'm Tom Scholey, author of Jack Kirby, The Epic Life of the King of Comics and Fantastic Four Grand Design. We're, today we're going to be looking at what might be the first comics that very many of our audience have ever laid eyes on uh, in their entire lives. Uh, given our demographic data and such, these are certainly prob probably some of the very first comics I ever got a hold of. And that would be the Masters of the Universe mini comics that came packaged with the toys. Uh, first, I want to let you guys know that Jim Rugg and I are going to be in Charlotte, North Carolina at the end of this month uh, for Heroes Con. So if you're going to the convention, make sure you stop by and say what's up. Rock those cartoonist kayfabe shirts if you have them. Uh, but I also invite you to like, follow, and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Hit that bell so that we can notify you when new videos are available. And that helps mitigate the kayfabe effect, which is what happens whenever we put a video out in the morning. The people who are subscribed to the video have first dibs on the comics that we're talking about uh, in the aftermarket. eBay, Amazon, uh, online comic shops. Uh, the comics become more expensive as the day, day goes by, man. Uh, the subscribers get their hands on the, the cheapest copies available. And if you watch these videos to the very end, that pushes our YouTube content out to a wider audience on YouTube, helps us grow our subscriber base. And uh, we recently acquired 62,000 subscribers. Much appreciated. Thank you so much for the people who have hit that subscribe button so far. We're only a percentage point toward the 6.2 million subscribers that we're trying to get, man. So help spread the word, send these videos, share them around to your people. Uh, and without further ado, Tom, let's 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 chop it up, dude. Yeah. The fucking Masters of Universe mini comics. Mm -hmm. uh, if you watched the Playing with Power documentary or the issue of, or the episode of Toys That Made Us that was uh, covering the Masters of the Universe figures, you will find out that these comics uh, were kayfabe. They were pitching this at one of those, um, you know, kind of. Uh, like a, buyers, like, like a, a toy, toy buyer, right? Kind of yeah, right, right. Convention group or whatever, and they're like, "Why should we buy these toys? Nobody, nobody knows, knows who they are." And it's like, "Oh, well, it's got a comic that tells you the whole story, packaged with each one." And then like, "Okay, that's all well and good, but still, Kids like, don't I'm, read." Yeah, and then it's like, "Okay, well, there's also going to be a show to go, with, you know." And then that was, they spoke that shit right out of their asses, and then it became a thing where they had to like make good on that. Yeah, make magic happen. And uh, build your wings on the way down. They certainly uh, got good creative talent to participate in this stuff. And uh, there is the Dark Horse book. They did two volumes. This is really the volume that you want. Yeah, if, if you're into comics, these are the comics. These are the, the mini comics. And yeah, like the, the coolest part is you get those like early, early ones where it's these beautiful Alfredo Alcala drawings with like accompanied by text underneath. This is, yeah, like, like you're saying, some of the earliest comics I've ever read were, were these. And, and um, I, I had and, these ones for sure. Cause yeah. I, cause these came with like your original He-Man. Yeah. When you got He-Man, original you got, Skeletor. Exactly. And they hadn't figured out the mythology yet. There's no uniformity to it. Um, the stories sort of contradict each other, and, but I loved it. It's like, okay, this is this is what He-Man is. It seems, it's like, especially for kids stuff, it's very dark and very brutal. And, and I like that. I didn't feel talked down to in the way that, like, Masters of the Universe is kind of known for, you know, <laughs> af after this. Like, look at this. This is some, like, you know, when Dungeons and Dragons is brewing and Star Wars and, and of course, Conan and stuff. This imagery is, is, like, incredible. These are incredible drawings. And this is Alfredo Alcala, who was, you know, one of the best, like, Conan guys, one of one of the go-to artists for Conan. This is like, 
you're, you're taking this stuff that's like for, for older kids or grownups and maybe tweaking it in slightest to make it, you know, acceptable for, you know, like a four-year-old. Time to pay some bills. Ed Piscor and I are working cartoonists. The best way to support cartoonists kayfabe, buy our comic books. Red Room, trigger warnings. Issues one through three now available in comic shops everywhere, barring uh, 28 countries and I think 11 comic shops where it's banned, but you can ask for this and order it from virtually any comic shop. Who knows, they might pull them out from under the covers. Red Room Trigger Warnings 3, the second season of Red Room. Every Red Room cover self-contained, so pick up whichever one you find and you'll get a complete story, along with Red Room Anti-Social Network, the trade paperback of the first season, available now wherever books and comics are sold. Hulk Grand Design, Monster Madness, a retelling of the 60-year history of the Incredible Hulk. I am writing, drawing, coloring, lettering, the whole shebang, the Grand Design way. And this is available now in comic shops everywhere. Both issues, the complete story of the Incredible Hulk's rich history. Pick that up now wherever comics are sold. And back to our regular scheduled programming. Tap into every manga fan's greatest dream with Comixology Unlimited. Get unlimited access to an unrivaled library of over 40,000 digital comics, manga, and graphic novels featuring hit manga titles like Attack on Titan, Vinland Saga, and Fairy Tale. And on top of that, you can also save up to 15% when buying select new and current comics. With Comixology Unlimited, get unlimited reading anywhere you go. Try Unlimited today with a free 30-day trial and just $5.99 a month afterwards. For details, visit Amazon.com slash Comics Unlimited. Yeah, like you you know when they when they respun uh Shira and people were complaining like oh mm-hmm. you're you're screwing up the like the original thing. It's like nah man like the original thing was already screwed up if the if the cartoons are where you're coming from. Right. Because this is the real this Conan's a fucking barbarian. Yeah. There's no Prince Adam bullshit right. in this. Yeah, the, there's the, there's no moral tales. Exactly. It's it's a brutal wasteland where you know, survival of the strongest, you know, the most cunning. And uh, Skeletor is this sort of like demonic figure. Like, like Yeah, it, it, ain't, it ain't some little chucklehead laughing. This stuff really spoke to me. Look at that. Yeah, this is beautiful. The, the, tra- the light coming in the trapdoors. This is, you know, put, put it up, up against anything. And um, this stuff really spoke to me. Like, if you know my work at all, you could you could probably see the influence. This, you know, it's just like, this This was like where my heart was. Look at that, know, these... dude. That looks straight out of the golden age of comics. Yeah. This kind of guy. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. a great design. That dude who drew that initial design, the guy who I say created, right. He-Man. Right, yeah, ex- I, who, I agree. Who recently yeah. passed. Mm-hmm. Big Frank Frazetta fan. Yeah. He also created, like, he retooled the... Ninja Turtles, like like the mystical looking foot soldier yeah. and stuff. That guy, I don't remember his name. I forget his name. He's too. in both documentaries. He's I like, could draw he, a picture of him, but I don't know his name. He's a salty old dog. Yeah, but uh, I'd like to see some collections of that artwork because it, yeah. it fits this thing. Uh, well, I have another book I could bring over sometime, and it's like the art of He Man, and it's got some of that stuff, some I, of his drawings. I love I love the, uh, the 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 paint jobs on the on the um, box art for yeah, the like vehicles Earl and stuff. Norim yeah, yeah, where, where he's stuff. clearly lighting. A bunch of toys because it looks plasticky mm-hmm. but he just doesn't paint the seams of the arms and yeah, the legs right. and shit yeah this like this was like as a kid this was sort of like an early exposure to sort of like pen and ink yeah to, like, rigorous pen and ink and then to realistic painting yeah you know? yeah like you were very aware that this was artwork as opposed to just like a photo or something. We we had access certainly to your library and you're reading Berenstain Bears mm-hmm. and and picture books that would have a single static image with text. Mm-hmm. 
but it's always pussy-ish. Yeah. You know, it's a worm talking to to like a plant or something. Right. This Having is mus- muscle heads and like <laughs> energy and fucking battle cats. Yeah, it felt like there were stakes. It felt like bad things could happen in this world. You know, it wasn't like it, it's, you know, being a former kid, you really appreciate when you're not being talked down to. Absolutely. Because even as a child, you you recognize it. Looks like markers, huh? Yeah. Looks like markers are uh, the color mode of choice for this Great stuff. drapery. Like, uh, oh, whenever, he's, you know. he's a sick artist, dude. Yeah. And, and like, I, I mean, I'm a huge Alcala fan and it like started like how could i not be like all starts here remember the man at arms toy like you look at the face (laughs) and it's all flesh Mm -hmm. but it's sculpted to have a mustache yeah he's got a puffy upper lip yeah it just uh he cut himself shaven many (laughs) times what's that dude stratos stratos Stratos. so there were like what four or five of these yeah yeah and they're they they're tasked with we have all these toys this this is one of my favorite Images for time. and then that's yeah. that's so golden age right? yeah Just a, yeah the hooded Lev, skull lev gleason mm-hmm. crime does not pay ghost kind of <laughs> yeah um yeah there's something very classical about these and so they they had this they were trying to cobble together a mythology for these toys that they had did a, a great job in my opinion uh for these first five and then after the the first five or six of these like sort of storybook style ones <clears throat> Then they start, like, they bring in DC Comics, and DC Comics puts together a mythology for them and, and creates, like, a print, the Prince Adam thing, which is, like, where, where it goes off the rails. And then um, they stop doing those sort of storybook-style ones and start doing more comic book-style booklets. And they're de- uh, sim- simultaneously, they're developing the TV show. All this stuff's going on at the same time. So now it's, like, there's grown-ups in the room. Right. They're not letting the uh, inmates run the asylum anymore. So it ge- But you still, like... So now you have Alfredo Alcala doing sort of a comic style presentation, but it's like two panel pages and stuff. It's, you know, pretty great. Buzz off. And they would usually do a pretty good job of, I don't think the the comics in the packaging was random. So, so pairing like, them. Yeah. yeah. So I feel like buzz off would be in the, the package. And they'd have sort of multiple characters. So this might also be packaged with Mechanic, you know. Yeah. And there's the the sorceress. You know what we'll do? We will look at the bigger book. Like let's okay. let's let's see what you got here. Yeah. Once they really develop the mythology and the and the cartoon ha- happens, then then it's now like this is your <laughs> Skeletor. Yeah. Yeah. This is your Skeletor. Oh, this is very late with Fisto. Yeah. And the Kung Fu dude. What's the Kung Fu? Jitsu. Jitsu. Yeah. And, yeah, and um, like in in those documentaries, they really sell that like they're like, oh, if we would have made like a a badass Skeletor in the co- a cartoon, it wouldn't have caught on. It's like because he's such a goofball, he became lovable. But I don't I don't buy it. Modular. I, I had a couple cousins that had the modular. Yeah. Did you have to send away for him? No, you you could buy him in the store. He was like, and it, it was like this large box. It wasn't like a blister pack. I I bought Modular relatively recently because I always wanted it. Sure, and, sure, that's how it works. It's man. super fun, and it is like like the Micronauts or whatever. You can like piece them together and and there's incentive to get like multiple modulocks so you can make you know a human centipede (laughs) elaborate stuff and they also had like a robot version who's like even more hard to find how about i was such a fucking idiot man when i when i got the uh the slime pit 
with the claw. <laughs> you put this guy in? I put I put uh, Moss Man. Moss in Man, it. not Grizzlor. Okay. Yeah, I put Moss Man in it, yeah. and of course he had this the stains forevermore. Mm -hmm. Like like, they need to tell you that on the commercial. I can't believe like that. That was my choice. Yeah, you did it to yourself. I did. And and uh, not bearing the lead, like we have Mark Texiera's Mark earliest Texier, yeah, comics so he does, in here. Yeah, he does. Um, like when they switch over to the comics format, he does the first one and, and does a bunch of them. Uh, but like the Man at Arms one is is the is like the beginning of Texera and uh, and yeah, I mean, if you ever saw the toy of this guy, he does a pretty good job of like making him actually move in space. Yeah, and look at the proportions on him because he's like a stubby little fella in the uh, cartoon. Yeah, he's like the the thing or something. He's like like he uh, very solidly built. I believe Texiera would have been at Continuity Studios in those early days. Okay. Um, and so would this be like a continuity job? Because they're 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 coming in with a larger budget than a comic book would have. Absolutely. So at a time when you weren't having this kind of coloring, when you were still having like those color sets, they're doing more like modeled uh, marker color marker coloring. Yeah. Yeah, blue lines. And stuff. it's printed on. Uh, some of them are glossy all the way through. This isn't gloss, but this is like a better quality paper than they were using in comics at the time. Okay, see, there's your ring, yeah. man. Give me the big book. Yeah. So this, the the nice thing about this book is you get the whole through line, and you can you can you know follow the whole the whole journey, and you do get. Um, you get into like the Bruce Tim yes. drawn ones. Stan Sakai doing letters. Stan and stuff. Sakai letters. Yeah. The very like last bit of the Bruce Tim stuff. Do they have? Okay, yeah. So, well, they get into like other like, yeah. minutia at the end. But these these are Bruce. This is Bruce Tim doing that He Man the New Adventures where yes. it becomes like Flash Gordon. Yes, but like the, after the Dolph Lundgren movie. Yeah, and it's really because like the earlier Bruce Tim stuff, uh, you could mistake this, it. This is Bruce Tim. Here. Yeah, like you could you could you know look past it in certain ways. Uh, I do. I think it's pretty cool, but it doesn't feel Bruce Timish. It's it um, like knowing Bruce Tim. It's like you know, y you get it. You could see the f the flourishes. But with this one, yeah, you, you could tell much more that he's a more confident. Yeah, he's a more creator. more mature artist because this was like a couple years later. Yeah. This did. Did you ever check out this show? Uh, I did. I had some of the figures, okay. and and you know, I was at that age. Like I, I look was, at this. Look at that. That's like a Wally Wood. It is. Kind Thunder of... Angels type shit. Yeah, I I really liked that concept. Like, when that came up, I'm like, this is awesome. They like, because they had like a CGI little like reel that they would show. And I'm like, they reinvented He-Man. This is going to be great. And then they had the opening credits, which were like, incre the animation's like incredible, especially for that era. Right. But then like the the show starts and it's like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Just n another one of those outsourced kind of boring shows. And this, and the space, like they just, they, they really abuse the brand. Right. You know, like, I guess, I guess it did big numbers for a while. And then when it starts to powder out, they're just grasping at straws, they, trying they, to do everything they can. Yeah. They are. It, it, yeah. comes out of the gate really strong. And then it starts to fizzle, and then they're like, "How do we make this more like Star Wars? How do we make this more like GI Joe?" And so they and they really they toyed with the idea of like <clears throat> bringing He-Man to Earth and having him become like an agent of Shield kind of thing, you know, <laughs> like a guy with a machine gun, you know.
And I think it was like he period H period E period yes. M, you know, one of those kind of things. In in real time, like living through this era, it was kind of like He Man was like the first toy that kids were outgrowing. Like the kids, like I was still into it, but then there were some kids who were like, "That's baby stuff. Like that's silly. That's like a guy on a a, a, a multi hued guy on a multi hued horse." I'm into GI Joe now. You know, like I'm not into this like wimpy stuff. You know. Oh, uh, there's that dude, the Cyclone guy. Yeah. What was his name? Cyclone. <laughs> yeah, you can... Except, uh, he's a little flesh-colored there. Isn't right, he was blue, blue, yeah. Yeah, Ro Roboto was, like, a toy I was real excited about because he was, like, see-through and you had all the gears going. Were, would your folks... Like, I guess at this time, you, you might have had your own birthday money and that kind of shit, some agency over your dollar bills. But my folks, like, when we got into something, like, we weren't... Like, we... We had no mask toys, right? Because okay. my parents were like, you have G.I. Joe, you right. have Thundercats. We're not starting a you whole new exactly. section, a new wing of, of collecting. Yeah. Yeah, with the He-Man stuff, my parents were on board. Like, it was, you know, Christmas morning, wake up, there's Castle Skull. You know, like, I think, I think, uh, like, I think my aunt would kind of, like, tip them off. Because, right. like, my cousin would get this stuff, and she'd tip them off. So, they were into... But then... There was like the satanic panic sure. of the eighties, and so then my dad started like having second thoughts about this stuff, and then I wanted to I wanted to buy like trap jaw, and he was like that looks it looks too satanic. Like... <laughs> <laughs> Still have a photo, man. I post on social media every now and then around Christmas time uh, where I'm opening my stuff up, and there's a Snake Mountain Snake Mountain okay. uh, box right behind me. An Ecto-1 in hand and a Tigra oh, Thundercat. This one's interesting. This is a Bruce Tim. This is like a, a larger story, but I think it came with like Point Dread or something. It, it wasn't like a normal one of those mini comics, but it's Bruce Tim doing his marker rendering style. This is wild. Packaged with rare Hordak and Grizzler 2-pack. Okay, see, yeah, there you go. And it's rare. Yeah, I've, ne it, it's never, I've never crossed paths with this. This was uh, news to me. Gorgeous. Was he at Filmation? Uh, he's obviously a Warner Brothers animation now. Yeah, he's a West now. Coast guy, you know. Yeah, I don't know. He would show up in uh, like comics, uh, comic book journal, the, you know, the comics journal, Amazing Heroes, is with like fan art. And then when you get Orko into the mix, it's all over, right? Was there a, no? There was a toy, right? He had like a. Pull there was a toy. You pull the string, and he he runs around. I feel like that was after my time. Just like these guys yeah. were kind of after my time. Yeah, that was. Yeah, I I was I was definitely out of it by the time those the Rock Lords and stuff came along like those early ones like i feel like that's m my taste more so than like conan like i don't i'd rather read a conan story where there's a couple of like colorful characters absolutely. in the mix as opposed to just the oh, the complete grimness absolutely you know? that's that's my sweet spot for yeah. what i want to read yeah 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 absolutely man like a cool like you'll get the skull the skull face guy like that's yeah. a given but give me a moss man. Yeah, give me an orange. Give, give me a mechanic ape guy. Yeah, like, give me a lobster dude with eyes that's that pop out with a fucking grappling hook. Because it is kind of like it's it's um, you know, like the Robert E. Howard with like a little bit of like the Marvel aesthetic. Yeah, peppered th in. That's the thing too. Like the designs of these things, they all go through focus groups and yeah. and get manipulated to death to to like create the perfect toys. Mm -hmm. Like so so when they're running. And when they're really doing their thing, like the designs on all that stuff, like all the Thundercats, like all yeah. the GI, like for an era, it's like they could not miss mm -hmm. because they just had their finger on some kind of pulse or something. Yeah. 
and then uh, whatever like new technology was available mm -hmm. would somehow be incorporated. Holograms. Yeah. Fucking Stinkcore still stinks. Go yeah. to a, go to a toy <laughs> convention, and you will still smell Vicks Vapor Rub mm -hmm. when you get close to Stinkcore. The the one I thought was really awesome was Web Store, and he had this like grappling hook, and you'd pull the end, and there was like some kind of like double pulley system where he you'd just tug on that little thing and he'd go shooting up the the line yeah like imagine if you had like a batman figure with that yeah super fun to crack these open when we, when we were talking about like doing some vids this popped to mind mm -hmm. uh immediately because the more i thought about it it's like maybe these are my first comics yeah for me like it's it's close i i i'm not a hundred percent sure because i had like this like marvel graphic novel like this marvel epic little paperback thing of like star wars but i might i might have gotten it you know right around the same time might have gotten it after might have gotten it before but yeah this is it, it's 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 in there it's it's a it's a contender for being like the first comic i ever i ever read you know yeah would be, you know the vengeance of skeletor this back stuff is all just like well know, then the you get princess into princess of power yeah I, I, and, and then like, i don't know if there's anything else there's uh, like robert worthy yeah there's like robert kirkman, the kirkman uh oh well yeah you get the these um these uh human the new adventure so you get like that that bruce tim one with like the cool kind of like wally wood kind of that's a great punch yeah it that, is and then yeah we're into the the kirkman stuff so funny thinking about kirkman like walking dead isn't hitting he, so, he has so, to pay so, off that credit card debt yeah, that he accrued so he's gonna go do some marvel work take whatever he, he I, I i have kirkman space ace comics he's just taking whatever he can get to 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 pay down that that compounding debt super cool tom thanks for bringing this yeah, stuff sure. on by dreamworks that's interesting huh yeah soon to be a major motion picture maybe <laughs> fascinating to look at uh kayfabers like follow subscribe to the youtube channel hit the bell we'll notify you when new vids are available uh jimmy and i are going to be at heroes con in charlotte north carolina at the end of this month tom what do you have out there check out jack kirby the epic life of the king of comics fantastic four grand design uh, go to patreon.com, search Tom Scholey to see all the different comics I've been up to the past couple of years and uh, watch my um, YouTube channel, Total Recall Show. Red Room Trigger Warnings, issue one, two, three, and four on the stands. As we speak, Murder on the Dark Web for Fun and Profit is the name of the game in Red Room Comics. Uh, banned in more than 30 countries, banned in more than 10 comic shops. But go to my link tree in the description below this video. You're going to be able to order those comics, pre-order future Red Room comics, uh, and uh, go to the Patreon in that same link tree. Read those comics right now today, man, and support the comic as it's being made. More than 200 pages up there as we speak. I put up new strips every tuesday tom jimmy is not here this week man you got to give the marching orders or else we can never stop this video read more comics